Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by absolutely nobody. Yeah, that's right, I am flying solo this week. Um, I received a text message from Cleon uh, only like a couple of hours ago uh, saying that he probably won't be ready in time to do the show tonight as he is in hospital. Um, now, with you know the current global um, situation that's happening at the moment, the first thing you think is, is you know, has his cephalus flared up again? Uh, but no, it's not his cephalus, and it's not COVID. He's actually done something to his leg. Um, now, my phone is on. Normally, uh, you know, the phones get muted while we record these shows, but I've left it on just in case uh, he gets back in touch with me, because he has been keeping me updated in what's been going on at the hospital. Um, he's done something to his leg. I'm awaiting... Um, the message to say exactly what he's done to his leg. Uh, and listeners of the show, um, old listeners of the show, should I say, may know that Cleon's got a bit, bit of a history with his dodgy legs. Um, it, it was only maybe 18 months ago that he, he popped his knee out of socket. Or tore. I, I think what he did was tore his tendons from the bottom half and the top half of his leg, and his knee was just floating around in the middle. Um um, but yeah, he's 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 done something to the left leg. He's currently at the hospital as I'm recording this, um, and I am going to get the updates uh, as to what's happening now. It's been a very long time since I've done a solo show. Uh, I think in the history of the podcast, I've only ever done one show on my own. Um, now I'm a little bit gutted that um that Cleon isn't here this week because we had so much to talk about um there's been loads of things that have that have happened in the uk um this week and especially like you know to our local area uh, and um nationally in the uk as well and it's all to do with uh with the the the, the ongoing global bastard as uh, as what culture wrestling call it uh, that is covid19 um now we were taking the Meg last week of um, Newcastle under Lyme, which is the borough that is just to the side of Stoke on Trent, where we're based. And uh, you know they were given a, a, a week's grace period um, before they got put into a, a tier two um, a t- tier two risk um, category. I think that's the words I'm looking for. And what actually happened in a, in a weird turn of events is Stoke-on-Trent got put into a Tier 2 category. Now, for those that are listening outside of the UK, I will try and explain this tiered situation as best I can. But in all fairness, it's a load of bollocks. And the bulk of us over here in the UK also don't know what's going on. We're just kind of going with the flow at the moment. Uh, and, and really, you're kind of doing as you're told. Now, the United Kingdom is made up of the four countries of England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. And each, even though the United Kingdom is a country in its own right, each smaller country has its own rules and its own kind of governing body, let's say. 
Um, so, you know, Scotland at the moment has different rules to England, and England has different rules to Wales, and Wales has different rules to Northern Ireland, uh, which is absolutely fucking stupid, because we're tiny. They're, they're all lit... I'm 99% certain, and I'm, and I'm you know, I'm, I'm no... Um, uh, I'm not massive in geography, like, but I'm 99% certain that there are states in America that are bigger than the United Kingdom. Um, we're really small, and it would make sense for us to all have the same rules, but unfortunately that's not the way it works over here in the UK. So currently in England we have this tiered system, and it starts on medium, and it goes to very high. There's no low category, it's medium high and very high so tier one is medium tier two is high and tier three is very high and depending on what tier you're in um your your area your city or your area whatever your district whatever whatever you, you call that depending on what tier you're in depends on what you're allowed to do what shops are allowed to open um and so forth so Stoke-on-Trent and Newcastle-under-Lyme and the surrounding areas, Staffordshire Moorlands, uh, we were all in Tier 1. Uh, Cheshire, just up the road from us, had moved into Tier 2. Greater Manchester's moved into Tier 3, I believe. Uh, I believe Nottingham Way is um, it, it was Tier 2, and that's on the brink of going into Tier 3. And everything was looking kind of fine. Now, cases as cases rise that's when they start changing the rules. So instead of doing a national lockdown again, like they did earlier on in the year, each area gets put into its own little tier and we all have to adhere by them rules depending on where where you live in the country. Now, we were taking the mech out of Newcastle because it looked like they were going to go into tier two and we weren't. And in this turn of events, um, Stoke-on-Trent ended up going into tier two. That happened on friday night so it it would have been 1201 a.m saturday morning uh, when the the law came into play now this was going to be the week that cleon also came back to um shingles list hq he came back to the cave after doing two weeks of skype um podcasts because of me being in isolation i'm out of isolation now so cleon was going to come around we had loads to talk about about you know stoke going into tier two and other things that have happened but because we're in tier two it is now against the law for me and cleon to be indoors together like socializing together if we happen to be in the same supermarket or in the same restaurant as long as we weren't together if we we could be in separate um in separate parties then that's fine obviously but we couldn't like, like me and cleon we we're unable now to go to the pub together we're unable to go to a restaurant together we're unable to sit uh, in the studio here and record a podcast together so we would have had to have done this over skype anyway um and and yeah it's really gutting because you know things have happened this week um like i've said that I was really looking forward to talking to Cleon about, and I hope that Cleon felt the same way, because we've been exchanging messages all week um, about a, a situation that ar- arose here in the UK regarding free school meals. Now, I'll get onto that in a, in, a, in a little while. I don't really want to go into too much detail about anything this week, because I'm hoping once Cleon is back home and once he's settled and he's um, off his tits on pain medication, we can 
you know, do a midweek podcast to make up for this one. Um, so I, I don't really want to go into too much detail about anything today. I'm just going to brush over the top of things. It's going to be quite a short show. I didn't want to not put something out. And I also didn't feel right bringing somebody else in to do the show with me on such kind of short notice um you know me and cleon we we never really plan anything out when it comes to shows um you know we we know things have been happening in the news we know things have been happening in 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 day-to-day life in the local area and we've known each other for that long that we can just have a conversation for an hour and you know we don't need to plan things out and i just feel that bringing somebody in at the last minute to do a show with me with no real plan um, it could have ended up being brilliant, but probably would have been a little bit of a car crash. Um, so I opted against that, but I didn't want to just not do a show. So I thought, you know, I'll turn the mics on. Uh, I'll do a small show. We'll brush over a few things. We'll talk about Cleon. And this show is all about praying for Cleon. Um, so as you're listening, if you could send thoughts and prayers uh, towards Cleon, if you could pray for Cleon. And if anybody feels like standing on the front door and maybe giving him a round of applause um i'm sure he'll appreciate it if you could send your um, videos to the uh, shingles list uh, podcast uh, social media whether that be facebook or twitter uh, or even instagram um, then that would be appreciated uh, so let's pray for cleon um and his and his syphilis and his leg problems um and hopefully he'll get through this but I, I am in touch with him he is messaging me as the night goes on i hopefully by the end of the show i'll have an update of exactly what's going on um and hopefully at some point in the week we can do like a midweek show as well uh, we're discussing quite a few things here at shingler's list uh new ideas um of bringing more content to you uh we specifically work on podcasts that's what this is all about for me and i know that you know a podcast isn't a podcast anymore a podcast used to be exactly what this is you know people talking making a show putting it out there and people listening podcasting now is all about videos it's all about youtube as well you know what i mean the popular podcasts are up there on youtube uh you know the most popular podcast in the world the joe rogan experience is now on spotify but it's all video based but i've always been more audio focused i've always concentrated more on these audio shows uh honestly because that's what i like out of a podcast i do a lot of walking and i like listening to podcasts i like having the headphones on where i can concentrate and listen and and go out for a long walk um or you know maybe a long drive or, or whatever and just listen to a show or just lie down relax put the headphones on and listen to a show don't have to concentrate on the tv don't have to watch um two people having a conversation um especially you know when it comes to shows like the joe rogan experience and you know i am going to watch his latest one because kanye west has, has finally done the show with joe rogan but they're all like three hours long and i haven't got the patience to sit there for three hours and watch two people talking whereas i could quite easily listen to two people talking for three hours and that's why i focus more on the audio side of things uh, but we have been discussing bringing new content uh, to you guys um you know the response to the last over the last let's say month has been fantastic you know subscriptions have been going up and you know th- there has been more engagement with people as well and you know i i'm really humbled when it comes to things like this you know th- this show started off in i want to say 2015 and it was me not really having an idea what i wanted to do why i wanted to do it and what these shows were going to be about 
And, you know, eventually Cleon came on board uh, and we had TJ for a, a, a long a long period of the show as well uh, before we parted ways and you know i think we we made it and we turned it into something good we turned it into something worth listening to and that is now since we restarted the show this year you know back in april uh, we started doing this show again after like an 18 month break and you know the engagement with people has been fantastic and the subscriptions like i say they're going up the downloads are going up uh, the listens are going up and uh, it's really nice to see that what I'm doing is actually resonating with people out there. So, you know, a big thank you to everybody that is listening. And if you have been sharing us about as well, it really, really is appreciated. Um, now, it's been a, a long time since I've done a show on my own. Um, I think I said earlier that I've only ever done one podcast, I believe, on my own. And I don't think that's available anymore. I think it's what that's one of the ones that got lost Um to the old host when that went down um it's i've probably still got it floating around on a laptop somewhere you know uh, us here at shingles there's long time listeners will know that we used to work with um a local community station called six towns radio as well and we did man cave matters on six towns radio and for a brief period maybe about three or four months i did a show on my own for six towns radio called open tabs um but you had the you had music on that, you know, you could break up the, this conversation with some songs. And, you know, I was playing maybe three or four songs, maybe sometimes five songs every half an hour and breaking that up with chat. Uh, so you didn't have to talk for so long. You didn't have to keep the conversation going, you know what I mean? And in this podcast format... Um, you know, when you've got, when I've got Cleon with me, I don't have to keep the conversation going because there's somebody there to talk to, there's somebody there to bounce off. And doing a podcast on your own, for me, anyway, I find it quite, not so much daunting, but it can be quite difficult to, you know, keep the listeners engaged and keep going with the show. Um, so this is a little bit weird. And like I say, it is going to be a smaller show. It's, we're not, I'm not going to do the full hour. I'm going to brush over a few things. Um, uh, give you the update on Cleon and then hopefully we'll get a show to you at some point in the middle of the week if not, we'll be back as normal next week Um, so the things that have been happening this week, like I said Stoke-on-Trent went into Tier 2 status uh, which means our rules have now changed Um, we can no longer, if you live in Stoke-on-Trent, we can no longer go and visit uh, people indoors Um, now you there's this thing over over here in the uk this you know for the non-uk listeners where we have social bubbles and your household is one bubble so the people that live in your house that's your bubble and you're allowed one more person in your social bubble your support bubble as it is Um, and but that person has to be somebody living on their own or a single parent with young children um now the way that it's worked for me and my wife and and our family you know we have you know parents and siblings um and it's it's made it made more sense over lockdown for our siblings to form support bubbles with our parents so i'm not in my mum's support bubble as it is uh, my brother is instead and it's the same for my wife and her mum as well you know one of her siblings is in 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 that support bubble so i as of saturday which yesterday from when i'm recording this 
I am no longer allowed to go round to my mum's house and visit. If I go inside the house, I am breaking the law. Um, now, I can visit and sit in the garden. I have to sit outside. I have to adhere to social distancing um, recommendations. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're getting into winter now. It's getting a little bit cold. And sitting outside isn't the most comfortable thing to do. It's something that I will do if I if I want to go and visit my mum it's something that i'll do i'll go and sit in the backyard so you can sit outside with with people uh, but it's only in groups of six so you can only socialize with up to in in a group of six so six people uh, you don't have to be from the same household you can be from different households but it's got to be outside and no more than six people socializing uh, which is why cleon can't come round to the house because we're also not in a um, support bubble together now the only reason i understand and know that is because we've been put into tier two so i've been reading it um tier three just takes it up up the level um you know i think if you get put into tier three the hospitality sector completely shuts down Uh, i believe pubs have to close or they can't serve alcohol unless they are providing a substantial meal or something along them lines that it's it's so there's just different rules and regulations everywhere instead of just doing one rule for all and i understand that the government are trying to not put the country in a blanket lockdown you know there's no point in locking down a city that has low covid cases because another city in the other side of the country has high COVID cases. I get that. I completely get that. But different rules for different people just makes it also just, just all too confusing sometimes. Um, so I'm just trying to adhere to the things that I uh, have to adhere to in my tier two status in this city. Um, now, it's also recommended that if if a city is in tier three, just don't just don't go and visit that city. So I don't need to know about tier three until I'm there because I'm not planning on visiting the city uh but in uh, I, I believe it was in it could have been manchester or liverpool now i don't remember i don't have the story to hand but i was reading about this rule of you can't serve alcohol unless you're providing a substantial meal and there is a, a bar in i think it was manchester that over the weekend decided to uh, he basically put up, I've got nothing left to lose, so come to the pub and um, for every pint, you know, if you're buying a beer, uh, you'll get free chicken and chips. So he's providing a substantial meal so these people can buy beer um, and he's giving it away. He's basically said, I've got nothing left to lose. You know, COVID has, has killed the industry. It's it's killing businesses left, right and centre. Um, and... And, and that was his thought process. You know, at least he can get people in, he can get them having fun and a good time, and he's going to provide this food. Now, the council went and visited him and said, you can't do this. You have to be selling um, a substantial meal to also sell alcohol. To which he went, okay then. And he devised a menu where there, I think there are four items on the menu, and every item costs a penny. So you can have chicken and chips for a penny, and then you get to buy your alcohol with that meal. Um, now, I get why he's doing it. He doesn't want to close his bar. He wants to serve the alcohol. He wants to get money in the till. 
Uh, one could also argue that he's being irresponsible and he's not, you know, doing the the thing for the greater good and helping to protect lives uh, and helping to stop the spread of COVID by basically doing something that's going to bring people to his pub because they're going to want a meal for a penny. Um, I'm kind of on the fence with this. Uh, the thing is, the whole meeting indoors thing and not doing it, what the uh, advice is, is you are more likely to not adhere to social distancing and wearing your masks and things like that when you're in the privacy of somebody's home. It's going to be more relaxed. You're probably just going to slip back into old ways. Um, if you're sitting closer to somebody, there's more chance of spreading the virus. There's more chance of social contact. And if you are indoors in a pub or a restaurant or a cafe, um, they will have had to have made that building, that restaurant, that area, um, quote-unquote, COVID secure. There'll be safety, health and safety measures in place. There'll be hand sanitizer. There'll be perspex screens over the tills. There'll be table service. There'll be only X amount of people distance at a table or something, you know. So the argument is, if you're in that environment, then you are less likely to spread the virus because you'll be more aware of being COVID safe. And I get that. So you would think that even though this guy is is doing this deal and he is bringing more people to his bar, you know, the, the more people that are in there, the more chance you've got of spreading the virus. However, these places are allowed to be open, the government have said they can be open as long as they're adhering to COVID safety. And if he's adhering to COVID safety, then I say, where's the problem? Maybe it is a little bit irresponsible, but the advice is there, the law is there, and as long as he's adhering to that law and and, and sticking to the advice, then why can't he do it where's the argument on that um you know it's at this point i would normally get cleon's opinion on it uh, and i can't do that today so i would like listeners to maybe inbox me once the show goes out and just tell me how you feel about restaurants and and bars being open and music venues being open um do you feel safe going to these places um i haven't been to a bar yet personally i've been to a restaurant um i've been to the shops i've been to the hairdressers um i've been to um uh, coffee houses um you know but i haven't been to the pub yet and i felt perfectly safe in all of these places perfectly safe in all of these places that i've been and you know how do you guys feel about it do you think this bar owner is being irresponsible by doing what he's doing do you think he should just shut the doors and completely stop the spread of the virus on his part or you know because he's adhering to the guidelines is he doing absolutely nothing wrong please let me know you know uh, i'll give you all of the social media links um at the end of the show so tier two for me um I'm not going to be going to any bars or anything anyway, Uh, so it doesn't really affect me in the slightest. Uh, If you are listening in the UK, I would also like you to get in touch and tell me what tier you're living in at the moment and how it is affecting your day-to-day routine and tell me how you guys are feeling as well about 
the tier that you're in and about this tier system um now wales which is just to the uh, west of me um they have just gone into a two-week national lockdown and the shops are not allowed to sell non-essential items and tesco's have literally shrink wrapped off everything that you're not allowed to buy a video went viral yesterday of a guy in a Tesco's in Wales, ripping all of the shrink wrap and moving all the barriers from the clothes area and literally arguing that it's winter, he's got children, how are, you know, coats and jumpers not essential items? And and I and I get that, I really understand that and I do completely sympathise with that as well. Um, it's not the shop workers' fault, maybe, you know, shouting at them, it's not going to achieve anything they're just doing as they're told um but you know are things like clothes essential items you know should they be blocking off the clothing aisles i mean i know when we were in the full lockdown you couldn't buy clothes from from uh, from tesco's uh, and uh, tesco's for the international listeners are it is the biggest supermarket uh, in the uk and uh, and but you can buy everything from there you know it's 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 for your food it's for your food shop but you can buy everything from there you know food electronics um magazines clothes uh, all of the above you can get pretty much anything from there um but anything that's deemed non-essential you're not allowed to sell shops that aren't selling essential products need to close uh so wales have gone into this two week um this two week lockdown i believe northern ireland's in a four week lockdown i think at the moment um scotland have a four or five tier system that went live yesterday i believe as well um so you know the different parts of the country on completely different systems uh for a virus that attacks us all exactly the same um mind-boggling um i i feel that there's nobody really steering the ship right now and but I, I, I personally am just adhering to my own rule of don't be a dick. Uh, wear your mask, don't be a dick, and uh, keep yourself safe and try and keep others safe in the process. That is my kind of point of view on that. So, uh, the other big news this week was regarding free school meals. Now, the footballer um, or soccer player for the Americans. Um, Marcus Rashford launched this campaign before the summer holidays to continue um, free school meals for children who were eligible for a free school meal. Um, now, free school meals, you know, are something that a, a child who's eligible can get during school terms. And because of lockdown, because of COVID, because of people losing the jobs, because of people being on less uh, less wage. A smaller wage um, this campaign was started to make sure that these vulnerable children could still eat uh, over the summer and it, it went through a lot of campaigning uh, Marcus Rashford got a, uh, um, a, a, a an honor from the Queen he's now MBE because of this campaign um, and I thought it was a fantastic thing and the campaign sparked up again this week because we are now in half term uh, all the, the school kids are off school this week so the idea was to continue the scheme where the free school meal children could still get um food vouchers because that's what they were it wasn't cash it was food vouchers to make sure that there was food in the house and the child could eat 
and it got declined. Uh, the government voted against it. Um, I don't have the, the, the total in front of me how much it got voted against uh, by, but um, every single Tory member of Parliament, I think it was every single one, there might have been a couple that didn't, but the majority, or the high majority of them voted against keeping this going. Now, I don't know politics that well. I don't know budgeting in, in, in government that well. Um, so... I try not to focus on that side of things. Now, I did that thing that I um, promised I wouldn't do, and that is go on a Facebook rant. Uh, Listeners to the show will know that I deleted Facebook a few weeks ago and ended up having to go back on it, and then I did that thing where I started reading comments about stuff, and I got got a big, massive dose of the feelings, and... um, and and had a bit of a rant on my page on Facebook, and... And and it could be argued, anybody who reads that could argue that I was having a go at government and their decision to not um, continue the free school meal voucher uh, thing over half term. But it wasn't aimed at government, really. It was aimed at people. And it was people's comments um, with regards to the free school meal um, system. And it it was comments towards the parents of the ch- of the vulnerable child and and it was it was a little bit i found i felt it was disgusting the things that i was that i was reading and i went on this rant and i basically said that if you if you don't think if you think that if you i, I can't really get the sentence right here um but if you think a hungry child shouldn't get fed, then you're a fucking disgrace of a human being. I think that was the sentence. I wanted to get that right. Um, I also stated to don't come at me with the arguments of, well, the parents shouldn't spend the money on this or that. And the examples were cigarettes and alcohol and drugs and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, don't, don't come at me with that excuse because it's bollocks that and and my point on that was regardless of what the parents are doing that child is still vulnerable and if anything by saying that the parents are spending the money on things that they shouldn't be spending the money on when they should be buying food and feeding the child you've just you know highlighted the fact that the child is vulnerable and does need help um and I personally think there are there are no excuses. There are there are no reasons and no excuses that anybody could give me why a child should go hungry. And when I posted that, Cleon commented and he inboxed me and we had a bit of a back and forth, but it was all it was light hearted back and forth. I know there's been a few times on serious subjects where we have like kind of not fallen out, we've never fallen out, but we've you know, we've really we've strongly disagreed with each other, and we've made that known. Um, but this was more more banterish what we were doing, and over the week, and I was really looking forward to talking to Cleon about this subject because we've both come at it from completely different angles. But I feel that we don't disagree with what each other is saying. Uh, I've come at it from one angle, you know, the, the, of, of vulnerable children. Cleon's come at it from a, a different angle of 
budgeting and money and marketing with with big companies as well and everything that he said i agree with and and i'd like to think that what i've said he also uh, agrees with because i'm 99.9 percent certain that cleon also thinks if you if you think a child should go hungry you're also a disgrace um i am putting words into his mouth there uh, but i'm pretty certain that he believes that um so I was I was really looking forward to getting into this conversation with Cleon, and hopefully he's going to be okay. He's going to be well enough in the week so that we can do a quick show in the week and uh, and and discuss this free school meal thing. Now, since government have have rejected it, there's been a lot of like uh, businesses, uh, McDonald's being one of them, that have pledged meals, free meals for children throughout half term. And I believe on the back of these bigger companies doing it, there's also smaller companies. I mean, we've got local restaurants. I'm talking small family-run businesses, just you know, one one restaurant. That's it, you know, or one calf that are providing. They've pledged to provide free a free meal to a child every day next week if that child needs it. Um, and you know, the way that the country has rallied together and that are supporting each other, I think is fantastic. One of the points that Cleon made is when you get a massive company, it, it could be, a, it's a fantastic marketing employee. At the end of the day, if you're a massive chain fast food restaurant and you're advertising that you're providing a million meals for vulnerable children, you're going to look absolutely fucking brilliant and you're going to probably make more money than what you're giving away in the free meals. And and I understand that. There will there will be a lot of people out there that are just going to use this as a massive marketing ploy to make them look like the dog's bollocks. But on the back of that, there are also genuine people out there that are not doing it for profit, not doing it to look good. They're doing it because they genuinely care and they genuinely want to help. Um, you know, I was also going to talk about budgeting and about money and how I think that you know and somebody could say well the government can't afford to feed everyone uh, where's the money coming from and i wanted to talk about that as well and where i think the money can come from or how i think the government can afford it um just based on what they've done this year for the british public uh, with regards to paying wages for people not to go to work to not spread covid uh, but hopefully like i say i can get Cleon on board at some point this week as long as he's well enough um and we can discuss this in in you know more detail i would much prefer Cleon to be with me on this conversation so we can talk about it and we can get into the nitty-gritty get into both sides uh, of the story and um on that note i do have a message from Cleon. so i'm going to take you through these uh, these messages now uh, what he sent me earlier so um he messaged me a couple of hours ago just to say that he was in hospital um don't think i'll get back for tonight i'm in hospital i've suspectedly broken everything in his left leg so you know a little bit of back and forth now he said he sent me a picture of his leg and just above his knee or actually on his knee, it's a weird angle, it is the size of a football. Um, Now, for the American listeners, I mean a soccer ball. I don't mean an oval-shaped football, like a round soccer ball. It's the shape and size of 
a, a soccer ball. It looks horrendous. It really does look horrendous. Um, he's been carted around two hospitals because the main hospital is not dealing with bones anymore because of COVID. So he's had to go to a different hospital. And he has replied uh, to say he's broke his kneecap. He's ripped his tendons and he's broke the top of his shin. I still don't know how he's done this, by the way. I have asked him, um, but he hasn't told me. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's really nasty. Um, hopefully, he's going to be okay to uh, have a conversation with me at some point. I'm kind of hoping that he's off his tits on pain meds when he does this as well, because uh, a happy, spaced-out Cleon makes the best show sometimes. Uh, so, once again, if we could all send thoughts and prayers, and if we could pray for Cleon, don't forget to stand on your doorstep and uh, send him an applause as well. Video that. We can get that sent to, sent off to him. And hopefully, at some point in the week, I'll get in touch with him and we will do uh, a midweek show as long as he's not in too much pain. Uh, if he isn't able to do the show for a few weeks because of the leg, and I'm certain he will be able to, then I will have something in play ready for next week. So, any of the points that I've raised today, hopefully I'll be talking about in the week with Cleon. If you've got anything to say about them, then please get in touch with me on our social media. Um, on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Shingles List Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingles List PC. Uh, you can follow and tweet me personally at Shingler, M-V-O-C. And you can also send messages to Cleon on Twitter, it's at uh, at k al Bewley. Uh, follow me on instagram it's shinglers underscore list um and over the next few weeks hopefully you're going to be seeing some new content from me and cleon i'm also hoping like i've said several times in this show to do uh, a midweek show with cleon that might not happen but there will definitely be a show this time next week as always uh, a big thank you once again to everybody that listens week in and week out you guys are awesome uh, carry on sharing me out uh, sharing us out amongst your friends and family uh, tweet about us put us on facebook put us on instagram tell your friends tell your families tell your parents tell your children tell everybody about us and leave us a review where you can if you listen on itunes apple podcasts leave us a review uh, if you, there's a lot of the the smaller apps um, that are available on Android now where you can leave reviews for podcasts. Uh, we are available wherever podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts, including Spotify. Um, we're also on YouTube. Um, you guys are awesome. And I will see you next time.